0: Welcome to the greater than ball podcast where we help parents like you mentor and grow your child's skills in competitive sports we believe that a growth mindset is essential for success in any field and we offer tips and advice on how to instill this mindset in your child we also discuss the importance of balance positive reinforcement and teaching life's lesson through sports in today's episode we talk about the growth mindset and how we as parents can help our children use the growth mindset in their game, in the way they approach challenges, and especially in ways they can apply to life. Welcome to the Greater Than Ball podcast. I'm your host, Genghis Mendoza, and here we are with another episode. Um, and This week, we're going to be talking about a growth mindset, a growth mindset to help your child compete in the world of competitive sports. Now, what is a growth mindset? Very briefly, a growth mindset is the belief that your abilities can be developed through hard work and effort. People with a growth mindset believe that they can learn anything that they set their minds to, as long as they're willing to put the time and effort. On the other hand, people with a fixed mindset believe that their abilities are fixed and cannot be changed. So they may believe that they're given talents that they're naturally good at but then they realize they're naturally bad at other things, right? Research has shown that people with a growth mindset are more likely to succeed in life than people with a fixed mindset. They're more likely to take on challenges, learn from their mistakes, and persevere in the face of setbacks. In today's podcast, we'll be looking at how a growth mindset could help your child succeed in any sport, and not just in sports, but take on those challenges that they might face in life, outside of the sports arena. So having a growth mindset is really key to helping uh, young competitive athletes mature over time, take the setbacks that they face in their daily lives, and apply them to become a better athlete. Um, Not too long ago, uh, Giannis had a question from a reporter post-game after his loss to the Miami Heat. In the first round of the NBA playoffs, um, and the reporter asks him a simple question: "Do you see your season as a failure?" And here is Giannis's response: "I just asked Bud the exact same question, but I'm curious for you: Do you view this season as a failure?" <sighs> oh
1: my god! Okay, because I'm not that up. We, you asked me the same question last year, Eric. Okay, uh, do you get do you get a promotion every year? In your job, no, right? So every year you work is a failure, yes or no? No. Every every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, right? With, which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able—I don't know—provide um, a house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards a goal. It's not a failure. It's steps to success, you know. And if you've never—I don't want to—I don't want to make it personal. So there's always steps to it, you know. Um, Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championship. The other nine years was a failure. That's what you're telling me. No, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no? Okay, exactly. So why are you ask me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. You know, there's good days, bad days. Some days, some days you are able to uh, be successful. Some days you're not. Some days it's your turn. Some days it's not your turn. And that's what sports about. You don't always win. Some other, other people are going to win. And this year, somebody else is going to win. Similar as that. We're going to come back next year, try to be better, try to build good habits, try to um, play better, not have a 10-day stretch with uh, playing bad basketball. You know, and hopefully we can win a championship. So 50 years from 1971 to 2021 that we didn't win a championship, it was 50 years of failures. No, it was not. It was steps to it, you know, and we were able to win one. Hopefully we can win another one.
0: So there you have it. Uh, This is a prime example of how a competitive athlete takes uh, that growth mindset after uh, a loss. They didn't hit their goal of winning a championship for the year. He's taking in the perspective of taking these lessons as steps to improve his game, his steps to recognize that not all areas of his life have to deal with winning and losing and being able to take the losses and incorporate that into his goals for the next season, um, his work ethic, and the things he's learned throughout the season to improve and get to that next step in the following season. In today's episode, we'll be discussing how our kids might face some of these challenges, whether they're playing competitive sports or something in their daily lives. And we'll be talking with our guests, Nathaniel and Blenda, on their perspectives of what the growth mindset might be. Welcome to the Greater Than Ball podcast. I'm your host, Genghis Mendoza, and we're here with our guests, Nathaniel Arnaldo and Blenda Wong. Um, and we're here to discuss uh, this week's episode of the Greater Than Ball podcast. We're going to talk about the growth mindset. What does that mean for your child? How do they play competitive sports with a growth mindset? Um, and we just watched a recent video of Giannis being interviewed uh, by a reporter at the end of his long season where they lost to the Heat. Their championship run was ended by Jimmy Buckets and hit the Heat team. Um, And one of the reporters had asked specifically, do you see your season as a failure? Now, most people in that moment would probably be angry, um, tested, upset. I'd walk out if it was me, maybe. Not the best of spirits in that time to be asked that type of question. But Giannis's reply was something that exemplified a growth mindset, where Giannis spoke to the hard work and effort he approached uh, this entire season. And you can see and hear him talk about what that meant for him, that his season wasn't a failure, but more of a success. Um, and that is key for competitive athletes to have that type of growth mindset, to take failure, take the challenges they face and turn them into something specific that they can learn from and continue to improve and grow their game. Um, and I found that astonishingly, astonishingly beautiful because of the way he presented that example of a growth mindset, um, especially on that stage, at that level. And it was on all the talking head shows the following days, talking about how Giannis said this and that and this and that. But I'm sure Giannis didn't care because he looked at it as a point of view to educate um, the media and most of the public about his way of thinking. Um, did you guys see the video, Matt? I did. I
2: did. And I, I think what I loved most about it is that he clearly said that just because they lost it, the season isn't a failure Um, I know that there's probably a lot of alpha out athletes out there that it's you know like the great ones that's what they typically say that's kind of their canned response yes this season's a failure because we didn't win the championship or in football oh yes it's a it's a failure because we didn't uh, win the Super Bowl when in reality um, again like what you mentioned the growth mindset is, is all about first embracing the challenge um, and not looking mm-hmm. at failure as something that you can't learn from. You know, we can all yes. learn from our failures. We can all learn from our state, mistakes. And then apply those lessons and just get better. Um, so, yeah, I, I did watch the video. I found it refreshing. And uh, I love the fact, too, that he told the reporter at the beginning, uh, you asked me this question last year. And then you, you could see him <laughs> composing himself and, like, rubbing his head and looking down and really wanting to give – a good answer, a, a good response. So uh, good on him yeah. for doing that. So.
0: Absolutely. Linda, what did you think?
3: Uh, I loved it. Actually, it's it's a pretty viral video. I have seen it many times before um, because I liked it so much. But I love the way he answered it, and I like the way that he kind of related it back to non-sports examples. I he he did call the reporter out a little bit. You could tell he was a little irritated to call the guy out, but he related it back to the reporter's situation to say like, "Hey, if you don't if you don't get promoted every year, did you fail?" I, I think it's a good way of kind of like bringing it back to real life because I do think that's you know in professional sports they're kind of held to like really unrealistic expectations. And I think that's, that's what Giannis was trying to point out that like, Hey, you know, not everyone wins everything or gets promoted or advances every year or every season of their lives. Um, it's all a process. And it just helps people to relate back to yeah. the fact that, Hey, you know what these athletes, they're people too. And they're developing and yeah. growing and working towards a goal, just like anyone else is. And so to hold them to these unrealistic standards of like, hey, you didn't win the season, so it must have been a total failure, it's, it's not fair. But I like the message because I think when young athletes watch a video like this, um, they'll learn from it. And they'll realize like, gosh, even a guy like Giannis, you know, views it, you know, views not winning a championship or not getting as far as he wants to in any given season. He doesn't even view it as failure. Why do I feel so bad about myself? So I loved it. Uh, it was a little aggressive at first. I, I felt really bad for that reporter because <laughs> he was put on the spot. But I thought it was a great way for Giannis to kind of bring it back to like, like real life situations. Like, you know, not, none of us, you know, are failures because we didn't advance every year. I don't get a promotion every year for sure. Right. I mean, no, nope, not not a lot of people do. And so then are the rest of us failures because we haven't. And it's, it's a good way to look at it.
0: I agree. Um, something happened this past weekend. Uh, we had games with uh, a lot of, or well, my son had games with a lot of the top tier AAU teams for the grassroots program. Um, and they were, their hybrid team, 10, 11, and they were playing in 11U. So a lot of the teams they were playing were a lot taller, faster, more athletic than the younger kids. Um, and so... Mm-hmm. Coach decided to have them play up, but we knew that they would be facing taller kids, more uh, athletic kids who are faster, could jump higher, and in the process, mm-hmm. um, we had a few games where you know the score was like 40 or 50 points uh, differential, and so uh, one team that we played against, they're number one in our particular LMU team, uh, or our age group, we. We're down by something around 20 points, 24 points at the half. And the team was looking defeated. Uh, They weren't playing anymore. They weren't playing with any passion. And so coach was on the sideline um, trying to motivate them, telling them, hey, we still have things to learn from this season. We still have things to learn from this game. There are things that we practice every day at practice that I want to see implemented so that we can be challenged when we're on the court. I was going through my checklist of a growth mindset. He mentioned challenges, he mentioned effort, he mentioned praise for the improvements in their game. He admit, He's bringing all the values that bring up a, a growth mindset. And I thought, you know, despite the loss, despite the number of points that we're down by, the kids need to be encouraged at that moment to realize that it's not about the one or zero winning or loss uh, binary, outcome of the game, but more so about the effort and the learnings they'll take away. Um, I went up to Riz after a coach had talked to them and I said, hey, don't look at the score. Just do everything that you know what to do, how to do, um, and do it to the best that you can and bring that effort in the second half. And Riz, sure enough, came out and he was driving to the lane, getting to the basket and um, at the free throw line. He basically scored uh, the majority of the points (laughs) in the game. Um, But I was proud of him because he asserted his effort and was challenging himself rather than looking at the outcome of the game and the end game. Um, There'll be moments like that, especially in competitive sports where you can't control your athleticism or the team's athleticism or overall um, feel. And I think um, for parents to recognize that, for parents to see moments where they could um, take that losing effort and turn it into something uh, more meaningful, more applicable to where your child is at. That's where they will learn and grow in that experience. Um, has that happened to you before, uh, Blenda? I think you're there.
3: Sorry, Ooh. guys, my internet's cutting in and out.
0: <laughs> no worries.
3: What was Did you ask a question? Is it not <laughs> turn to talk. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Tell your kids. I just it for like the, right the right. last 10 seconds.
0: But. Oh, no worries. Um, I was asking, has there ever been any, a moment uh, where you've been parenting your child and they were up against the odds? Did you take a timeout or did you talk to them or did you pull them aside? Or what is that experience like for you uh, raising a child in competitive sports?
3: Me or Nate?
0: Yeah. Sorry. Or Nat, who wants to go? sorry Nat.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, I thought it was Belinda. No, I
2: mean, it's okay, no, no worries. Sorry. Um, You know, I'll take this on the side of non-sports, right? Although it has happened, I think this is actually good to also transition into a life skill. Because quite frankly, a growth Mm -hmm. mindset you use in your everyday life, not just on the court, but off the court. Uh, For example, my daughter, uh, she just wrapped up her sophomore year in school. Uh, During the year, she struggled in chemistry. Um, She came up Mm to her mom and I probably two, three months ago and said, don't get mad, uh, but I have a D in my chemistry class. And you know, the old school me, meaning like 10, 20 years ago would have probably flew off the handle and gotten all upset. And I said, okay, that's all right. A D is where your effort is right now. Let's, Let's just improve it, right? By effort, consistent effort. You know, where do you need to improve? Where do you need to learn? Do you need some extra tutoring? Um, and then just apply yourself. And if you've applied yourself and if you've done everything you could to just improve a little bit every day, I guarantee you that by mm-hmm. the end of the semester, you're not going to have a D. I promise you, if you apply yourself, if you put in the effort, if mm-hmm. you embrace this challenge of having a D. Mm-hmm. Um, sure enough, we just had the last day of school. She pulls out her phone. She pulls it out on Parent View. She's like, I got a B in my chemistry <laughs> class. You know, and that, and that, you know, yeah, that that's that's the growth mindset in action, right? Yeah. We don't avoid challenges, mm-hmm. you know, which um, a lot of people do. They they avoid the challenge, you know, they clamp up. They don't want to be in the big moment. They don't want to be at the free throw line, you know, to make the shot. Um, they shy away from it. Whereas if you have a growth mindset, you're like, I've done this a hundred times. If I, it goes in, great. If not, it's okay. I did the best I could, so that's my mm-hmm. quick example of a, of a growth mindset. So
0: that's a that's a great example um, and very true. A lot of the things they learn in competitive sports, especially the growth mindset, are lessons that can be applied to any aspect of life. Um, so I can call on that, Linda. You have any examples or anything that's happened in-
3: Yeah. So your example of of Brizzy's uh, weekend um, is probably a great example of Tyler's entire basketball journey up until this point. Um, you know, he, his, his coaches loved playing them up. Um, and you know, so he's, they've always been playing older teams, bigger teams. They're probably playing divisions that they had no business playing in. Um, but their coaches like doing it because it was a challenge for them. Um, so I totally get it. Um, and it has been difficult. I used to joke that his team was like the Bad News Bears, um, if you can remember way back then, <laughs> you know, because they they lost, they, probably, they lost way more than they ever won. And it's because they were always put in these situations um, where, you know, bigger kids, divisions they had no, ris- no business being in. Um, but it taught them to, to really push through. Um, and, you know, and that exactly what your coaches and what you told Riz is same thing that Tyler, same message Tyler got, you know, there's a reason, you know, the coaches acknowledge that they're putting them in an uncomfortable uncomfortable situation, but it's intentional, right? It's to really push them, push them to elevate, um, get uncomfortable with the discomfort. Um, and it's actually really good for them. So, um, you know, one of the things that we found with Tyler and, and his teammates actually is that. You know, they actually play better. It's, it's an interesting phenomena, and it's actually quite common in basketball. I didn't realize this, but, um, you know, a lot of teams play better when they're playing really tough teams. Um, they just put it all out there, and win or lose, at least they know they did everything they could. Um, but on the flip side, if they play teams that are not at their level or too easy, they actually end up playing down. So the interesting thing is they've lost to teams that they should, they had no business losing to, but it's because they knew that and they didn't even go out there and try and not surprisingly, they lost. And so there is a lot of value in these lessons of pushing them and having them play up. And yes, it can be demoralizing. And there's a limit to it too. We had one season where the coach decided that he was gonna take him to a tournament in Sacramento that was like way above their league. And we lost every game by like, I don't know, 50 points or something. It was really, and then that way we, we realized that that was like too much. Cause it basically <laughs> demoralized them so much. It took like a, almost an entire season for them to recuperate from it. It was That was too much. So there is a limit. <laughs> to pushing and kind of getting them to like push themselves um, because sometimes you don't want to set themselves up for so much failure that they end up feeling demoralized and not wanting to try it all anymore. Um, but I don't know, I, I, I like the idea of pushing kids, um, putting them in uncomfortable situations and really having them just put their best effort out there. And I think as a parent and as a coach, as long as you reinforce the message that like, hey, the point here wasn't to win. The point was, did you walk away from this learning something? Did you walk away doing better than you expected, even if you lost? I mean, there are a lot of games where we play teams that even as a parent, like mumbling amongst ourselves, it's kind of funny, like with the mom group, we'll walk into a game and, you know, we'll take a look at the other team and know who they are, where they rank. And us moms would be like, we're so dead. We're gonna die. They're <laughs> dicking their asses all over the place. And we're just like as parents, like mentally preparing ourselves for like the slaughter. And then the game and so the game goes and you know, and then the, well they'll surprise us. Like we'll only lose by like 10 points, whereas we thought it was gonna be 50, and we and mm. that was like the best game we've ever watched them play, even though they lost. Um, so you know, I think I think. These things like like they build character, they bring out things in the kids that they didn't know that they had. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's it's all it's all good.
0: I totally agree. Um to your point about um knowing the difference between getting slaughtered and being challenged. Um I had an interesting debate at our last travel tournament with uh, in, you hang out with your AAU parents. It's your little clan. And if you're lucky, you find the right parents that you can hang with after the games when you're traveling to a different city. And we were having a couple drinks. And there was a lively debate between me and another father on our team. Um, and, you know, we had a good couple glasses of uh, tequila or whiskey or whatever it was. But we were pretty spirited in our debate. Um, my He posited that... Winning is the only thing the kids should care about. Winning is the only thing that they care about at this age. And I posited from the growth mindset perspective and said, um, no, I think you can teach them to learn about losing and help them improve. But we went back and forth about our viewpoints. Winning is the only way, growth mindset's the only way. Um, and I, we just agreed to disagree but we're friends right? and we just agreed to disagree. But I thought about it a couple of days later. And I think to his point, um, I think it's a balance of both where kids have to be in a position to win, to taste what victory means like, to taste what teamwork um, is, um, what it means to work with teammates to get a win versus constantly losing and being in an environment of uh, demoralizing environment where you're not able to win. Um, And so I think if there's balance, if you can take the wins and run with those wins, but give them a taste of what those wins will be like, and then when they face those losses, you point out the wins in those losses to help them improve their game. So it's a a give and take. Um, It's not one side versus another, one view versus another, it's a balance of both. And if you can put that into your toolkit as parents, be able to say, hey, celebrate this win. You worked hard. Um, you challenge yourself. Hey, it's okay that you lost, um, but there are things that you did well in this game that have been improved since the last time you played that team. Um, so as a parent, you're going to take different parts of those views to help build their mental strength and mental model of what um, a growth mindset would be, what winning tastes like, what losing um, can be a creative learning experience um do you have anything to add or any can
3: i comment on that sure can i come on on that real quick and guess um so i'm gonna make an assumption um obviously i wasn't part of the conversation or and i don't know your friend well but i i think i kind of might get where he's coming from Mm -hmm. um with the winning is important um idea so you know yes we want to celebrate the effort um But at the same time, like as a parent, I'm not a participation trophy parent. Me either. I expect expect my kids to win. You know? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I know that they're not always going to, but the goal is to win. So, you know, if we walk away from a a a game and it was it was a loss or whatever, you know, I'm not like, oh, it's okay, honey. You know, I mean, you're still wanting to push them, and they still should strive for the winning. the 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 goal is like not to be demoralized but they should still want to win so i i get where your friend's coming from at their first priority is to win those kids should want to win like nothing else and it's all the effort that goes into it that helps them get there now if they don't is it a complete failure no and that's where we kind of step in and as coaches step in as well to kind of help them understand like okay we didn't win but Mm -hmm winning was our ultimate goal we didn't mm. win but there, are here are the things that we learned and here are the way, ways that we're progressing to keep them motivated but i get what your friend's saying like it is there it is like their job is to win that game um you know so there's but there's lessons to be learned along the way and they're not always going to win so so the growth mindset is to help them not give up when they don't win or they lose more frequently than they win, as long as yeah. they know that there's progress along the way. But I get it. In sports, the goal is to win. So I get where your friend is yeah. coming from. I mean, my right. Tyler and his team lost a game on Thursday, and I didn't think Tyler put his best effort out there. And the first thing I said to him when he came off the court was, I hope he took that personal. Because, you know what I mean? Because, like, for me, I was just like, your goal, you guys should have beat that team. I don't know why you guys lost. Um, so my first words for him were him like, I hope you took that personal, and I hope that you you have in your mind what you're going to work on over the next several days so that doesn't mm-hmm. happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get where your friend's coming from. It's a mixture of both.
0: It is. It is. Um, I I was just taken off guard by his comment because I don't think winning is everything. But I'm again, I'm not a participation trophy type of parent either. You know, <laughs> this past weekend. I took your advice. I decided to look away from the court when Rizzy was making free throws because um, my wife was telling me to turn my head um, that way. That way I wasn't influencing his game in any way. Um, but she was the one that said, look that way. And I, I did. So thank you, thank you for that piece of advice That's by
3: hilarious. <laughs> oh. S- Sunglasses and a hat maybe next time. Well, if you have sunglasses and a hat, you can actually watch. <laughs> You don't, you don't gotta look away. He won't
2: see your so again, so. just to kind of <laughs> recap there, it is important to have both, right? I think where athletes get in trouble is that they base their identity on winning and that they have to prove themselves over and over and over again. That's mm-hmm. where the athlete mm. that's where the athlete gets into trouble because now he thinks it's all on him. Yes, right? Yes. And when you have to, when you have this belief that you have to prove yourself over and over and over again, Mm -hmm. that's a Mm -hmm. slippery slope. That's what leads to a fixed mindset. So just to throw that in there. I mean, you can even look at the different coaches, John Wooden versus Bobby Knight. Mm -hmm. Mr. Knight Mm -hmm. was a complete fixed mindset. Like that's, he was hardcore, right? Throwing chairs, you know, and he won, you know, you people can't, you know, you can still win with a fixed mindset, right? But then you look at a guy like John Wooden, who was growth, who was treat all the players the same. Give me effort. Uh, you're not going to start now, but maybe in the next two years, you'll you'll be able to start. So there is this balance, I believe. So
0: That's a good thing to remind all parents. Um, maybe you're not exposed to that growth mindset yet, or maybe you're just beginning to learn that and incorporate that in your own life, or maybe... You hear, you're listening to this podcast. and You're like, "What the yeah. hell are they talking about?" Um, and if you're in that, if you're that parent, I would love for you to uh, really take time and think about how you can influence your child and mentor them in the way that helps them establish a learning um, growth mindset throughout any experience they have in life. Because these are the values and fundamentals that will lead into everything else they do. Competitive sports will be the platform where they learn some of these values and traits. And when they get into uh, the corporate world or maybe they start their own entrepreneurial business or whatever it is, maybe it'll be a TED Talk speaker, whatever it is, um, they will be able to take these lessons that they take off the field, off the court, in the gym, wherever that is, take these values that they learn and apply it to their own lives, their own daily lives. Um, And I think that's the value that we have to teach our children competitive sports and um, up on time uh, Nat and Blenda I want to thank you for taking time out this week to discuss uh, the growth mindset I know that this is kind of just glazing over the top of what the growth mindset means I think I want to uh, take future episodes and delve a little deeper into how we can apply some of these techniques for our kids today once again thank you for joining us
2: parents that are listening do yourself a favor if you don't know what a growth mindset is pick up the book called mindset by carol dweck Mm. great resource Mm. highly recommended yes
0: uh good point um dweck was the uh, person who had actually established the framework for a growth mindset Um, so a great reference
3: or ask your kids. I believe the kids are being taught gross my Yes they are. Now, yes they which are. Which
2: I love. Yes. Yes.
3: Yeah.
0: All right. Thank you everyone. Uh, we'll see you next week and um, we'll bring another topic to the table and I will make sure to bring my sunglasses and hat. To the game. I'll take a photo while I'm at the gym. <laughs> take care y'all.
3: I'll be expecting that photo. <laughs>
0: That's all for this episode of the Greater Than Ball podcast. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast app. And if you have any questions or comments, you can always reach us out on Twitter at Greater Than Ball. Until next time, keep on balling.